Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 733. a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about some ways to play the stay-at-home theme using ETFs. And that's popular for a couple of reasons. One is that more and more people are working from home. And I truly think this is a huge trend that's here to stay. Now, it's not here to stay for everyone. I understand that. But I think for a lot of people, there's going to be more flexibility to work from home, whether it's one day a week or five days a week. There are companies that are realizing there's benefits to having their employees work from home. People are happier. People like having more flexibility with their time. And they like not having to commute, maybe not having to get all dressed up for work, and not having to waste time around the water cooler or play politics or what all else happens at the office. But people can hunker down, get their job done, and maybe go out and have some fun. I know for a lot of years, I worked from home on Fridays, and I loved it because I had more flexibility I could do certain things if I wanted to and work into the evening to get my work done. I didn't have to be there eight to five. And however long it took me to get my job done and finish up my work, that was it. So usually it was a day of paperwork, a day of doing expense reports, really an office day. The rest of the week I was working 15 hour days, so it was nice to be able to work from home on Friday. So I really think that working from home can make people a lot more happy, make you feel like you're more in control of your time in your life. And it really is more efficient. Having had my business out of my home for the last 10 years, I love not having to commute or go to an office. I love having my dog at my feet. I love having the flexibility of whatever time I want to do the podcast or whatever time I'm on the computer, that's up to me and it's all flexible. And if once in a while I want to take a Friday off and would rather get my work done on Saturday, I can do that too. What we're going to talk about today is playing more on this theme of staying at home. And I have heard stories about companies that were looking to expand into new office buildings. And then after the pandemic hit and people worked from home and they saw how well that actually worked, that they canceled their expansion into additional office space. And I think that's going on all over the country, maybe all over the world. And that's going to leave extra supply for some commercial real estate. But it is a huge cost savings to companies. And if they don't have to pay for extra office space, that's money that can go to the bottom line or can be used to hire more employees or take care of the business and maybe keep them from going out of business because of the pandemic. But the stay at home theme, I think 
may lessen a little bit over time, but for right now, it's a strong theme and it's a theme that seems to be here to stay for a while anyway. So I thought I would share this article with you from CNBC about just that, about some ETFs that are based on the work from home theme. Here's one written by Lizzie Gertis, and it says, with millions working and learning from home, some exchange-traded fund issuers are trying to capitalize on the shift to virtual living. Direxion kicked it off in April by announcing it would file for a work-from-home ETF, ticker WFH, tracking industries at the heart of remote connectivity, such as cybersecurity, communications, and cloud technologies. Whether others will follow their lead remains to be seen, but there are already numerous options on the ETF market that investors can use to play the stay-at-home boom, market analysts say. It's amazing how we've been talking about FANG stocks for so long, but they worked right into the whole stay-at-home world. Online shopping, home offices, video streaming, modern communication. Tom Leiden, the CEO of ETF Trends and ETF Database, told CNBC's ETF Edge on Monday. All four FANG companies, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Alphabet, reported their first quarter earnings results within the last two weeks. Shareholders responded well to all but Amazon, which said it would spend the entirety of its second quarter profits on bolstering its coronavirus response. Netflix's spike in new subscribers was a particular highlight. One of the most popular ways to trade these names using ETFs is via the Invesco QQQ Trust, symbol QQQ, which tracks the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100 index, Leiden said. The FANG stocks make up 35% of QQQ. If you add in Microsoft, it's 47%, he said. So it's a great way to play it as we continue to be quarantined in this stay-at-home world because it doesn't seem that their businesses are going to get weak anytime soon. They just continue to pull away from the pack. So I want to pause there and just say, it's not necessarily a great thing that just a few stocks, five stocks, make up 47% of an ETF. That's really, really overweighted in just a handful of companies. And we've already talked about how the FANGs are overweighting the S&P 500 as well. So there's already a lot of overlap and a lot of extra risk just by investing in the FANG stocks. So I would just caution you that they are overowned and they are a large position in the QQQ, in the NASDAQ, in the S&P. So you want to be really aware that you're not just continually stacking your portfolio with the same five stocks. Because if you own the S&P 500 and you own the QQQ and you also have bought a NASDAQ index, then you really don't have very broad diversification in one regard. And that is that you have a large part of your portfolio in just five stocks. So be conscious of that. It goes on to say ETFs that have the biggest position in the FANG stocks, which is FANG plus Apple, include the Communication Services Select Sector Spider Fund, symbol XLC, at more than 47%, the Vanguard Communication Services ETF, symbol VOX, at over 44%, and the Fidelity MSCI Communication Services Index ETF, symbol FCOM, also at 44%. Other existing products investors could consider include some of Global X's more focused products. Todd Rosenbluth, Senior Director of ETF and Mutual Fund Research at CFRA Research, said in the same ETF Edge interview, 
He highlighted the Global X Cloud Computing ETF, symbol CLOU, and the Global X Robotics and Artificial Intelligence ETF, symbol BOTZ. Cloud computing and robotics are themes that I think have been driven home as people need more bandwidth to be able to work from home and as companies realize that they need more of an automation and use robotics when they can to improve the supply chain, Rosa Blue said. Some of these themes are really going to resonate with investors even more in 2020 than they have in the recent past. And there's a whole host of these products from First Trust, from ROBO, from other firms that are really in this space for investors that want to dig deeper into how you can play the stay-at-home theme. Jason Bloom, Director of Global Macro ETF Strategy at Invesco, suggested Invesco probably won't be getting as granular as some others in the ETF industry anytime soon. We do try to be responsive clearly to changes in the structure of the market or fundamentals that would suggest that you have an investment theme that makes sense, he said in the same ETF Edge interview. We're probably a little more conservative in that durability of the theme for us is a very high priority, Bloom said. So if there's a risk that the theme may only have a year or two or so before it runs its course, it's probably not going to make it through our process. But if we think it has five, 10 years or more of durability, then it certainly makes sense to us. End of article. Well, I agree with him. You don't normally want to just make an investment for a year or two or a trend that's a short-term trend. But here's the thing. In this market, we have so much volatility that's going to be coming in that it's difficult to just buy and hold anymore. You really have to get more tactical. You really have to be staying on top of things and understand that it's going to take us years to work through this. Remember, this was a health situation that nobody really saw coming that became a financial situation. And now to get ourselves out of it is heavily a financial situation. So it's going to take time for companies to get back to work. It's going to take time for states to open up. It's going to take time for people to get back on planes and back to hotels. It's going to take a process, and that process is going to be slower than people think in some cases. Now, in other cases, it's going to be nice and quick. For example, some people are already going back to high-end restaurants. That seems to be something that's in demand. So that nice experience of dinner out and a high-quality meal and a nice evening, that's something that people are really looking forward to and have really missed. So people are back in the high-end restaurants again, but getting on a plane, going on a vacation, staying in a hotel, those aren't necessarily going to come back right away. And even the estimates I've heard from the hotels, they are anticipating it will take well over a year for them to get back to anywhere near normal occupancy rates. So it is going to take a lot longer for the traveling to come back. And, you know, that involves airlines and cruise ships and hotels and rental cars and all kinds of things. And we've seen Hertz rental car declare bankruptcy. We've seen airlines have financial trouble. We've seen certain hotels have trouble already. So there's this whole aspect to the market that is going to have a tough time recovering. And that's why, even though this might be a shorter term trend, it could be a place to hang out for a while in the stay at home stocks because that's going to go on for a while. And even if everyone who's working from home right now isn't working from home a year from now, 
It doesn't mean that these stocks won't benefit and won't continue to have good profitability and be in demand. So something to think about, but again, make sure that you're diversified and also watch when you're buying these. A lot of times people come on and talk about their best ETFs right as they're peaking and they've had a good record up to that point. So what you might wanna do is consider putting it on a shopping list and when we have a pullback, looking to buy it then, but not jumping in to buy at these highs right before we might have a 10 or 15% pullback. So watch for that pullback in the market and that might be a time to add something like this to your portfolio. Check with your financial advisor, do some more research, make sure it's right for your portfolio, and definitely don't get overloaded on the FANG stocks. I think that's a real risk right now that a lot of people have in their portfolio is having too much FANG in all these multiple different versions of investments that people own and they don't realize there's so much overlap. So it is 20 plus percent of the S&P 500. You might own them individually in your portfolio. You might own them in the QQQ or in the NASDAQ index funds. You might own them in any other tech funds that you own. So just be really aware that you're not overdoing it in the FANG stocks. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you never miss one of them. And if you're looking for a good book to read, I recommend my Wealth Heiress book, which will give you the Wealth Heiress checklist where you can check off the steps that will shorten your path to financial freedom. You'll get your millionaire action plan, your map to make your first or your next million. Book Authority has named your already a Wealth Heiress to its list of all-time best wealth books. Check it out on Amazon. And there's a link in the show notes to get you there. Or if you're overseas, it's also available on amazon.uk. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.